Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. I'm Callan. I'm here with Anna. We are your hosts always, and we appreciate you clicking on this episode to listen to. We're happy that you're here and going to hang out with us for a little bit. We're excited to chat about some fun um, shows and maybe more tonight. I don't know. We'll see where where it takes us. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't listened to us before, then welcome. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. We start every episode discussing what we're drinking. We love a beverage of any kind. So I'll start us off because I'm very excited about okay. the beverage that I have. Awesome. I feel like everything I say has to have some sort of backstory, so sorry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, but Anna has had this drink before, and we both love it. And it is very, very hard to find in America. And I found it, and I was thrilled. So when I studied abroad in Ireland back in the day, I tried hard cider for the first time and y'all know if you listen that hard cider is our one of our drinks of choice yes we love it and this is the one that started it all because i had never had it until then you already know where i'm going with this oh my goodness i know i know (laughs) so in ireland they actually drink this a lot at the pubs you see them drinking this i thought you know stereotypically everybody would be drinking guinness all the time which you do see but it's very heavy so you need something a little lighter and this was so popular over there it's called um balmers in america it is called magners it's the exact same label don't really know why they have to change the name but they do (laughs) Um, and it is still the best one out of all the ciders I've had. It's still the best. Um, now I have it in a bottle and it is definitely best on draft. I found it at like a couple Irish pubs in America. I think there's like one pub in Mississippi that we've been to that has it. Um, it's the only one. It's probably the only Irish pub in Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) That's also possible. Yeah. Yeah. But if you see it on a menu, you need to get it. And I feel like I've talked about it so much that, like, people send this to me when they see it or have it. But um, when I was in Atlanta, which I mentioned uh, a while back, and loaded up on alcohol at this liquor store, I was getting, you know, local cider and stuff. And I saw Magners. I think my jaw dropped in the store (laughs) because I was so excited. Because I've never seen it in a store. I've only seen it at pubs and stuff. So... Anyway, I'm drinking that. This is the first bottle of it that I've had. I was saving it for an episode because I just knew I would need to celebrate with everyone that it has been found. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just like, it's so good. If if you've never had cider, hard cider, it's a great one to start with. It's I think it's a perfect balance of not too sweet, like Angry Orchard. It, it's not too dry if you're not into that. It's just the right mix so it's a great intro um to hard cider so if you see it anywhere please grab it and if you don't want it you can get it to me somehow (laughs) (laughs) yeah we need a p.o box so people can just mail that i know and it's gonna have to be in 
like Memphis because we can't ship oh yeah liquor here. So That's true. Don't don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm really excited to have it. That is awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah, I the first time I had it was with you in Ireland, so yes. it has good memories and it mm-hmm. tastes great. So yeah, yeah, I think I got everyone to try it. So it's so good. Are you drinking anything that you're excited about or what are you having? Yeah, so I found a recipe for a vodka Collins. Okay. And pretty simple, but it's like really refreshing. Um, Vodka, lemon juice, simple syrup, and club soda. So so it is kind of like sweet. All stuff you had. Yeah, just stuff I had at the house. And I'm like, you know, just trying to make things work here in this... uh, (laughs) crazy life that we live in um yeah but yeah kind of sweet and sour tart which I like and kind of nice after dinner drink yeah yeah it sounds very easy to make yeah I've heard of a Tom Collins which I think my mom likes but I don't I don't know the difference I'm assuming it's a different liquor if it's yeah that might be a brown liquor like a well I don't know I don't know that's a good question because I feel like I've heard of a Tom Collins as well yeah Uh, Uh, let's see google says it's gin oh that's weird because she didn't know she liked gin till like three months ago i didn't know i liked gin until i came over to y'all to your house so yes because we (laughs) again were like wait we like this (laughs) right like wait this is actually good (laughs) let's tell everybody to try it I don't know if gin just has that reputation i don't know because i feel like a lot of people are like oh when they hear gin but it's better tasting straight than vodka is. It's mm-hmm. a sweeter. Yeah. I don't know. It's got a bad reputation, too. It does. Vodka. I don't know why. <laughs> well, okay. So that one would probably be good. Now it makes sense why that's called a vodka Collins. Yeah. Although I guess it doesn't get a fancy name like Jen does with Tom. I know. With Tom? <laughs> they couldn't, like. <laughs> They could have come up with that. Tom and Jerry or something. Tom and Jerry. Yeah, the Jerry. Maybe we'll call it that. (laughs) Jerry Collins. (laughs) It sounds like the lower class uh, choice, but depending on the vodka brand, you know. Oh, yeah. You can make it real (laughs) fancy. A a Tito Collins. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. Yeah. See, See, it's another for our book. Yep. I know. We're... We have a, a cocktail book that's being created in our heads that eventually will be reality, I think, because we've, we've come up with a lot of things, I think, that need to be in there. Yeah, we need, we still need that intern to, I know, to log all of the, our ideas. If anyone <laughs> would love an extracurricular activity, <laughs> once again, the position is open. It has not been filled. It is volunteer. And <laughs> I think we would be great to work for. So Yeah, I think so you too. Know. Pretty uh <laughs> low maintenance gals we have here. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we only ask a few things and that's or number one, organizing the cocktails that we want to put in our book. Yes. And I guess somehow making a spreadsheet of all of the ciders and seltzers that we've tried. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Because I, I do think we could have, like, a separate book or website or something just ranking all of these and giving our reviews. And if people, you know, care about our opinion, then 
great yeah. and if not they don't have to visit but it'll be there <laughs> exactly our expert opinions right they are ah <laughs> <sighs> well some other expert opinions that we usually have involve things that we are consuming like shows movies books music all that good stuff so anna what have you been watching recently or consuming or anything like that well it's pretty relevant for right now as the finale is coming up soon but i have been watching the third season of celebrity big brother as embarrassing as that is to say (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say that I am several episodes behind because, I mean, it's a celebrity season and like, I don't know why, but usually when they begin, I'm like pretty excited about it. And then you start watching it and usually either the cast isn't that great, plus they they don't know how to play Big Brother because they've never seen it, or they Mm -hmm. just don't care. And like, they're Mm -hmm. just there to sit in the house and make their money. So... Yeah. More so, it's more frustrating than anything. And also, I tweeted something <laughs> at the beginning of the season. I've I have not been doing as well as I did for this past regular Big Brother season, live tweeting my thoughts or just tweeting my thoughts in general. Because again, I've been behind on Celebrity Big Brother, but I did make one tweet before the premiere. And indicated the people that I was excited to watch. Uh-huh. And kind of um, regretting that tweet because oh, no. Oh, no. all of them have been somewhat embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> Either on a personal level or a game level or both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. That's the thing about these celebrities is you don't know how they're going to act, especially in an environment like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's been pretty, you know, it's been fine overall. I'm I'm one of those weird people who I get behind on the episodes, but I'll still keep up with what happens either on, like, mm-hmm. Big Brother Twitter or listening to, like, live feed updates or something. I don't know if that's normal, but that's what I do because <laughs> I still yeah. like to I still like to know what happens, especially because there's a lot of like that behind the scenes stuff on the feeds that you really don't see in the episodes. And I really like to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people watch and listen to podcasts, you know, and Twitter, but they don't even watch the show. They just want to know what happens. So. That's true. You know, I it's all entertainment and you can choose how you consume it but i haven't seen one episode yet (laughs) (laughs) i i want to watch it and you know big brother is so daunting when you like it is really behind because there's so many episodes but i was gone out of town for like almost 10 days so that really i think put the nail in the coffin yeah (laughs) so i i want to i want to watch it i'm not gonna like you know guarantee when or how many episodes (laughs) i will see but there was a lot of the cast that i was interested in yeah so i would do i do want to see it we'll see how that goes but yeah (laughs) i didn't even realize they, they are shorter seasons, but I didn't realize it was almost over, so that's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's been a little over a month, because I think it started at the end of January. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll But see. what about you? What have you been watching or uh, otherwise? Uh, well, I wanted to mention this. Um, I have only seen, like, two and a half episodes, so take all of this with a grain of salt. <laughs> we'll see if my reaction continues, but I am currently watching Love is Blind Japan. Oh, yes, that's fun. I know. And yes, Love is Blind USA is on as well. And I am watching that too. But I wanted to be a little different and talk about Japan. Yeah. Um, I am loving it. (laughs) So good. I, I think I've said on here before, I don't really mind watching subtitles. I'm the type of viewer that I don't really like play on my phone or multitask while I'm watching something really no matter what it is I just like to be paying attention to it so it's not like I have to really focus in to read the subtitles like I'd be watching anyway so that doesn't bother me personally Um, I don't think there's a dubbed version available which I have said my piece on dubs (laughs) Especially, like, for reality shows. It's just not my thing. And I feel like, in especially on this, you would really, like, miss a lot of the emotion. Because yeah. these are real people falling in love. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's so good. So, I've seen both seasons now of Love is Blind USA. And then I watched... I don't know if I mentioned it on here, but I watched Love is Blind Brazil. And I enjoyed it. Um, it was one of those things that I felt like halfway through, I started looking away to do things. I know I just said I don't multitask, but a couple of times I would look away and my brain had decided that I could understand Portuguese (laughs) (laughs) and I definitely couldn't. So I'd have to rewind it, but I'd just like look away and then I'd be like, wait, I don't know what they said. I can't listen. Um, so that, that was funny, but I did enjoy Brazil. Let me try Japan. Yeah. And out of the three countries that I've seen so far, these people are just wholesome. They are so pure. Like, I don't know how else to even say it. Everyone, I think, is likable. And that is definitely not the case on USA. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not really the case on Brazil either. So that has been refreshing. I'm really invested in all the couples. I haven't finished the pods portion of of the season yet. So I haven't seen how they act in real life. You know, that's why I'm saying, like, we'll see. But mm-hmm. I am really invested. And I'll, I'll be honest, at the end of the first episode, I was crying. Aww. <laughs> it was that's just a good so, sign, yeah. I know. It was so sweet and I don't know. I think it's just refreshing to see uh, maybe a love story like played out in that way. It's different even than watching like any of these other love shows that I watch. I don't know. Just because they get so deep so fast, not being able to see each other. And on Brazil and this um, Japan version, oh my goodness. It's like 
you just wish people would say these things to you. It's one of those things like that. I've had that moment on both. It's like, oh my gosh, I think I would melt. Like, Aww. and it's just so thoughtful. It's not yeah. a cheesy kind of thing. I don't know. That's just, that's just me. But both of these have made me say these American men need to step it up. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's not impressive to me anymore. And, Especially with Brazil. I guess I'm just covering all of the <laughs> countries. Yeah. But Brazil, they were so in touch with their emotions, the men were. And I might have mentioned that on here. I don't I don't remember what I've said at this point. But it was just really different than what you see with a lot of American men. And even on the Japanese version, I was kind of unsure. Because I'm, I mean, I'm familiar with that culture in the way a lot of Americans are, you know, through pop culture and that kind of right. thing. But I didn't really know how they would be in this setting. And they have been really, like, the men have been really emotionally vulnerable as well. Which oh, has been yeah. fun to watch. I just enjoy that. So, um, highly recommend it. Um, if you don't mind subtitles, I would say give it a try. Because I just think the people are so likable. And it um, really threw me off because a couple people came into the pods and started speaking English to each other. And my brain really, oh. <laughs> really did a flip. It was like, wait a second. I know what they're saying. <laughs> and they had like no accent when they spoke English. I was like, oh my goodness, what happened? So anyway, it's really fun. One more thing I'll say on it. If you've seen Crazy Rich Asians, then there is a piece of this, this version of, of Love is Line that reminds me of the grandeur of that oh my gosh in america on our version when like when they get engaged and then they can meet for the first time you know they have the doors that open and they just have this nice like you know long hallway or whatever yeah that they walk down and meet on and it's cute and brazil's was pretty similar well in japan the doors open and you're still inside, but there are all of these, like, string lights dangling from the ceiling, like these lavender-colored lights. And there is a bridge over actual water oh, wow. inside. And so they walk across this bridge, and it's like they're floating. And it's Aww. like, oh, my goodness. It's yeah. magical. <laughs> it's magical. <laughs> they put some thought into that. I like that. They did. They did. So, anyway... Highly recommend. It's it's been really good, and I'm hoping the rest of the season turns out that way too. Yeah, very interesting. I've really enjoyed watching. Um, I haven't mentioned it on here, but I'm watching the current season of Australian Survivor, and we also finished the New Zealand Survivor. Uh, but yeah, I'd be interested to watch non English speaking mm-hmm. countries versions of all of these different shows because that's so interesting how like they just the culture and how like the people may be different and approach it differently because yeah sometimes society's not helped men here really open up emotionally so yeah exactly not everybody is like uh Cameron from <laughs> I Love know. is Blind season one <laughs> season so. one. Oh my gosh yeah he's a he's a diamond in the rough I'll say <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to compare, like, especially something you like the English version of, you can compare another culture's version and, you know, see some of the customs that they may have. And I don't know, it's, it's really, 
really interesting aside from even just like the love story aspect of it but yeah we'll have to chat about um current season of love is blind usa when you watch it which i told anna she has to watch it because there's a contestant that really reminds me of someone and i am not gonna tell her who (laughs) and i'm not gonna tell y'all who but I just, I'm hoping she sees it like I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very intrigued. Are all of the episodes out? As of now, I think the last one is still yet to come, but it might be out like today. I mean, every, we didn't start watching it until there were already nine episodes out. So, okay. It's not, yeah, you can binge it all at this point. And where are you watching the international ones? It is on Netflix. Both okay. of them are. Uh, which I really appreciate that we're getting some, like, other countries' content yeah. on the USA version. We don't have to <laughs> pirate it or whatever. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was actually, like, promoted to me. So I'm not sure if a lot of other people are watching it, but I would assume it's getting pushed to a lot of people also watching our version. So, yeah. Um, yeah, both are available on Netflix. And I really... With Brazil, I really had to dig to see, like, who was still together because all of their Instagrams, <laughs> that's the problem, are obviously written in Portuguese. So I can do, right. like, the little C translation button, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So yeah. I had to really piece things together. <laughs> but, um, and that was kind of sad for me, too. It's like, okay, these international people that, like, maybe I would want to you know follow them or check in on them on instagram it's like well i'm not going to know what they're saying (laughs) it's not really worth me following them yeah you can admire the photos exactly (laughs) visual all visual (laughs) (sighs) well this episode is uh my turn to educate and we're already on netflix so we'll be staying there (laughs) Mm -hmm. um This is a show that I mentioned a couple episodes ago um, in the 2021 Favorites uh, episode we did. And I think in that episode I mentioned that I should do like a education segment on it. So here I am following through. (laughs) Uh, But it is Clickbait, a miniseries from Netflix. Um, I kind of described it on that episode, but... I'm going to go more in depth here, obviously, but I will give the disclaimer that I'm going to try to keep it pretty spoiler free because it's relatively a new show and I really recommend it for people into this kind of show. So I don't want to give it all away. Yeah, I'm very intrigued to learn more about it and I definitely want to watch the series for sure. Yeah, I think you will really like it. Um, So just a heads up, this is a, it's a drama, but it is about a murder. So if you're not into that, then it might not be for you. So you can either listen, you know, to my explanation of it or not. It's okay. It's, It's definitely not for everybody. But I will say in comparison to a lot of uh, crime shows... It's not the most disturbing, (laughs) I don't think, but use your own discretion. Okay, so it came out in 
August of 2021. So like I said, relatively recent. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned before that I don't really remember it being promoted to me. But apparently it was really popular in like September, soon after it came out, just around the world even. Um, so a lot of people probably have seen it, but I didn't really hear anyone talking about it. My mom and I watched it over the holidays. So I figured if I had not really seen it, then maybe a lot of other people haven't. And um, it's definitely worth the watch. So I want to give it some promotion. Yeah. It's only eight episodes, and it's a mini series, so there is no season two. It's completed, it's done, everything's wrapped up. So that's kind of nice if you don't want to get invested in, like, yes, uh, another, you know, six season show or even a season that you don't know how many more, how many more there will be. Um, it's nice to just kind of wrap it all up. It stars. Adrian Grenier. I did double check how to say his name after I mentioned before that I wasn't positive. Um, but he is the only recognizable person to me on this show. But uh, I'll mention a few other characters as we go on and a couple things they've been in in case other people might have seen them. But he's the only one that I know. And if the name doesn't ring a bell, he was the main character on Entourage and was also Anne Hathaway's boyfriend in The Devil Wears Prada. So <laughs> surely, you, you know, you that clicked I think it for I, me. <laughs> you know, somebody, one of those would ring a bell. Different yeah. audiences. But uh, I think everyone would probably recognize him. So the premise of the show is a murder, which I've already said. So it starts as a kidnapping it doesn't take you long to realize that he's dead. So I don't think I'm really giving anything away. I'm sorry if things slip out, but I've got to tell you enough to get you intrigued. So yeah. I, I don't think that was really a shock. But Adrian Grenier is the victim. And hmm. he, I mean, like I said, knowing that it was a recognizable person cast as the victim... Even if something happens to them early on, you know they're going to still maintain a lot of scenes and things like that. Because otherwise it would just be like a random actor, you know? Right. So the idea of the show is how a lot of impulses and kind of dangerous choices are fueled by social media. So very relevant to the world we live in. Yeah. They're playing off of a few different ideas um dating apps are kind of involved catfishing is kind of involved viral videos not necessarily i mean they i don't think they could show youtube but viral video websites and that kind of thing forums like reddit so they kind of touch on a lot of aspects of social media mm -hmm. um so it's all centered around the brewer family and Adrian plays Nick Brewer. So he is the father in this family. He's married to Sophie Brewer. And they have two sons that are both in high school. Um, so relatively young family, you know. Mm -hmm. um, seemingly, Nick and Sophie are in love. You know, they're high school sweethearts. So they've really only been together, you know, with each other and... 
from the outside looks like a solid relationship. Mm-hmm. So, the first character that we actually meet is Pia. That is Nick's sister, his younger sister. And I really enjoyed the actress that played her. Her name is Zoe Kazan. I think that's how you say it. Um, and I had not seen her before, but um, I thought she was really good. So, she, I would say, is mm, the it's an ensemble cast, but mm-hmm. she is... I would say the main, main character because she's kind of a, a focal point of every episode. But she and Nick are super close um, as siblings. You find out more about their upbringing and their family life as the episodes progress. So you kind of learn like why they're so close. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is kind of a, a wild child, if you will, though. So he's like this successful family man and she is a nurse so she has like a stable job but she's the the girl that shows up to family events drunk and (laughs) you know causing a scene tells it like it is not really afraid to stir the pot um and her last interaction with nick was at a family dinner which we see and um they got into a huge, like, blowout argument. So, it's kind of sad that that's the last time, you know, yeah. they see each other. Um, but it was actually one of her patients that led to her finding out that Nick was missing to begin with. So, the family dinner happened. This is all in the first episode. So, this is really the intro. Um the family dinner happens. She's a nurse, like, at a um, chemo treatment type place. So, she really gets to know her patients um, at, and that kind of thing. And she has a teenager who she's um, helping treat. And this is the day after the family dinner. He shows her this video that has gone viral. He's like, oh, my gosh, this video is, like, you know, blowing up already. And... She, he shows it to her, and it is of Nick. And um, this is actually, like, the cover poster of the show. Um, it's him, and he's looking pretty beaten up. And he's sitting in a chair, and he's there's no audio, but he's just holding, like, a handwritten sign. And the sign says, um, I abuse women, in all caps. Oh, yeah so everybody's like what you know and you know she is like is this a joke like what is this well then there's a second sign that says at five million views i die so the whole first episode is them trying to figure out where he is Obviously trying to track him down because they uh, don't want him to die. Yeah. Um, Trying to get the video taken down. But, you know, once something's on the Internet, it is out there. Yeah. And they're just watching, like, the views keep ticking. So it it was really scary. They still were unsure, like, do we believe it? But he didn't show up to work. So he really was missing. And, um, yeah, the spoiler is that he, he did die, but it's a lot more complex than that. Trust me on that one. Yeah. (laughs) So 
every episode, like I said, there are eight episodes. Each episode is centered around a different character and it follows them. But the story is still progressing. It's not like you watch the same events just from someone else's perspective. It is still progressing on. So the whole first episode is called The Sister. It follows Pia. Obviously all of this happening to Nick and them trying to just track him down. Blah, blah, blah. And the second episode is called The Detective. And there's actually a funny connection between The Detective and Pia. Which I'll let that be, <laughs> but because um, it was a small detail, but it was kind of funny. Um, but there's a little connection between the two of them. And so the second episode follows the detective. His name's Roshan. He is Iranian. Um, and this is his first, well, he's, he's a detective, obviously. But he really is trying to get into the homicide department. He's been in missing persons, but he's trying to use this case basically as a way to get into the homicide department. But Mm -hmm. a lot of his colleagues are not supportive of him. So it was actually interesting because I was unsure, like, oh, why are we going to the detective and not, like, another family member first. You know, it was just, mm-hmm. it was interesting switching to that. But it was really interesting. Um, and so, again, the case kind of progresses um, in that episode. And the third episode is called The Wife. So, this one does follow Sophie. Um, so Nick is, his job or occupation is a, uh, physical therapist, like for a high school volleyball team. Sophie is a teacher at this high school. This is where their kids go to high school. Um, so Nick is also best friends with the volleyball coach. Um, and you can tell there's some stuff going on. It, it's one of those, like, every person we meet is a little sketchy. Like, you just, you're questioning everybody the whole right. time you're watching yeah. it. And I, I, I'll I get more into that, but with the volleyball team, you know, something's going on here that isn't quite right. You don't really know exactly what, but you're suspicious of people, all of that. So, the third episode follows the wife. You see a little bit more of the school um, and a little bit of Sophie's backstory. Throughout this show, you're learning that Sophie and Nick's relationship was not as perfect as we thought, which leads to a lot of messiness and a lot of questions about faithfulness and that kind of thing. There's Mm -hmm. definitely some alleged or real affairs happening um it's for you to see and maybe determine (laughs) what's real and what's not but you're definitely learning that the relationship from the outside looked perfect but it wasn't right which leads me to the fourth episode which is called the mistress and this is a lady named emma who goes to the police department they're in oakland california by the way that's where the show is set um, 
goes to the police department and tells them she had been having an affair with Nick and details this long relationship they had had. Um, and of course, like Pia and Sophie are devastated and angry and like Pia thinks Nick is perfect basically. And Sophie's learning. Maybe my husband isn't perfect, but neither is she. (laughs) So it's just very questionable. They don't want to believe it, but she's talking about all of these like visits that they had. Like every time he would go to LA for work, he was coming to see her. I don't, I don't know what he was supposed to be doing in LA, but (laughs) supposedly he was traveling and then actually staying with her, at least for part of the time. So it -hmm. follows this lady and all of her claims. Next is the reporter. This is about a guy named Ben who is, I guess you'd say, really trying to climb the corporate ladder within the journalism world. He's, he is every negative stereotype you could think of for a reporter. That's him. (laughs) Very like, I'm going to have the story no matter what. I want the most salacious thing. I don't care who I heard. I don't care what I reveal about this real family. Yeah. Uh, Like, I want to have the best story. And the interview, he kind of works for, like, a... I'd compare it to, like, um, Access Hollywood or something like that, where they could interview somebody and show it on air. Mm -hmm. Um, So, he interviews Emma, the mistress. Um, He's trying to get an interview with Sophie. And he's just sticking his nose in all of these people's business and kind of putting himself in danger, too. Um, and it's a stressful episode to me because I I'm, I'm was waiting, like, for something bad to happen, um, which I'll let you see for yourself if yeah. what happened. But it was a stressful episode for me because I just he was like so erratic I didn't know what he was gonna do next and I didn't yeah. know what people were gonna do to him <laughs> um, but aside from learning a little bit of his backstory and seeing him interact with like Nick's family he he gets a lead and thinks this person might be either a tip on what happened to Nick maybe involved might have a motive and he just decides to go investigate for himself so mm-hmm. that's when I got stressed. <laughs> So yeah, he it it's this guy um, that named Simon, and actually episode six follows this guy. So episode six is called the brother, and this is the brother of a girl who died mm, not super long before um, the murder of Nick. So there were weird connections. The social media stuff is involved. I don't want to get too detailed, but it was all connected. So we mm-hmm. kind of follow his perspective um, and learn a bit more about their backstory, his and his sisters, and how they could have been connected to uh, Nick, the crime, etc. Mm-hmm. Episode 7 is called The Sun. This follows... Nick and Sophie's oldest son um and you see a little bit of the younger son in this too both actors for the kids were really really good Ethan is the older son and the whole series he was on his phone a lot texting and you'd 
they put some text like up on the screen and you were always unsure who is he texting mm-hmm. um so you find out who he was texting um so again just another way like media they met online this person he's talking to is kind of involved and he's kind of using this person as like i'm telling them everything just because i need somebody to vent to but you're also like well who are you telling all this to because like everything he would find out about the case he would then tell this person (laughs) so it's like yeah uh, this could be bad so you just don't know where that's going um but he begins to do a little bit more snooping on his own as well. Kind of like, well, I'm going to figure out what happened to my dad. Mm-hmm. And then number eight is called The Answer. We love that. I do so, love that. <laughs> this is when kind of everyone that you've met, every uh, plot line is tied together in a nice little bow. Um I don't know what other people would say, but I felt like everything they put in the episodes was tied up. I didn't really notice any plot holes, which is always nice. That is good. Um, I think, you know, most of my questions were answered, or if they weren't, it probably wasn't important. I will say there's a lot of, there's a lot of red herrings, classic, like, mystery uh, thing to do. Right. Every everybody's a little suspicious. You could say everybody has a motive. Um, the show really keeps you on your toes. I think every episode you're convinced it's someone else. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think it's fun. I think it's a really fun one to try to figure out yourself. Um, and then there's a lot of flashbacks throughout all of these episodes um, with new characters or with like the original family members, maybe adding a little more context to certain situations, seeing what happened. And then I will say that there's a graphic part in this last episode. Uh, so just a warning, but um, you find out what what actually happened, who's dead, who's not, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I think it was a great series. I really liked that I didn't know most of the cast because I feel yeah. like that always makes it feel more real. Um, I really had only seen Adrian Grenier in The Devil Wars Prada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, obviously, this is really different. He's a lot older now, but I was a fan. I was like, I'm ready to go watch Entourage now. Like, I like yeah. him. So... He was really good, and then the rest of the cast, like I said, was really good. Betty Gabriel plays Sophie, Nick's wife, um, and she was in Get Out and then also Defending Jacob on Apple, so some people might recognize her. Uh, I think she was also on Westworld, if anyone watched that. And um, as far as anyone else, like, I I don't think anyone's gonna know even if I say all their names, I don't think you'll know. But um, don't get into spoiler territory. Just go watch it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, every episode's about an hour long, packed with a lot. But you get through it pretty quickly. And once you're in it, I think you really want to know what happens. So, yeah. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. One of those shows that keeps you on your toes and... 
it's nice to have something that is wrapped up and also I feel like everything is answered and it really does like pull some emotions because you go back on and forth on like oh this person's bad oh this person's good like mm-hmm. you just don't always know what to trust so it kind of messes with you you do see the impact of various forms of social media the internet and how it could be used for bad but also for good because they use a lot of these things to get tips a big thing is this knockoff like reddit forum Mm -hmm. it's kind of like we've seen with other true crime things um cases that we followed in real life a lot of times it's like these people in these forums are noticing things that nobody else is. Right. They're the ones doing some investigating. So in some ways you see the benefit of these online communities and people being able to talk easily because they were using tips to solve the crime. So you kind of see the good and the evil of it all. Um, and then... At the end of the day, it is sad. <laughs> it's a sad yeah. situation. I thought the last episode was really sad, but there's also a lot of positives. Even in a short uh, series, there's a lot of character development, and I think resolution within the characters' relationships as well. So, all that to say, recommend it. Let me know if you watch it. I think it's a good watch yeah well i will say you have never failed recommendation wise and especially if you watch it with your mom i'm sold because she approved as well yeah (laughs) yeah because y'all are both my my go-to people for that kind of stuff yeah very curious definitely the mystery aspect is super compelling but Mm -hmm. i am i have become just like a mini series person I like getting the story done and I can move on and watch something else. Yeah. Because there's so many things that it's like, yeah, like what you're saying, you have to commit to six plus seasons and, you know, that's so much time committed. So it is that it's it's less intimidating. Yes. It doesn't feel as much of an undertaking. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait so long for stuff to happen because. Yeah. You know, these shows that are, like, a normal show's length, (laughs) it's, you, they have to stretch things out to fill the episodes, but, you know, when you only have eight episodes, you're cramming in the events and the content and the character development, and it's just an accelerated thing, but it doesn't feel rushed in this situation, but it, it, yeah, it's nice to not have to really wait for things to build and, yeah. You know, it can take a lot out of you, so it's nice yeah. to, like, just have it done. Yeah, I like that you don't have to wait 20 episodes to have maybe one answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, I, I feel like this was especially true with something like Lost, where mm. it's like, <laughs> you need to give these storytellers just the right amount of time to tell their story. Yeah. And if you give them too much, like... Mm-hmm. There's so much filler. There's so much that just is not interesting (laughs) and doesn't keep you engaged. So, yeah, yeah, that sounds right up my alley. That sounds wonderful. No, I do think you'll like it. I 
yeah i try to i try to not uh be loose with my recommendations so people will take them seriously <laughs> yeah I, f- I feel like you've never steered me wrong so hopefully the Thank listeners you. will also feel the same way I hope so. I hope we have that trust with the listeners. (laughs) I hope y'all trust us. And I mean, you've never steered me wrong either. And it just might take me like five years to get to what you steered (laughs) me to, but I'll get there. But, you know, especially like on this podcast and just in real life, like if we're recommending something, but we kind of know it's like, eh, we're going to give you the warning. <laughs> like, yeah. We're not going to put our stamp of like, this is great, unless it really is great. So yeah, you can trust, trust our opinions. Exactly. Yeah. We're trustworthy people here. That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we try to save you time. Exactly. And if you're, you don't want to watch it, then I can tell you, uh, you can message yeah. me and I'll tell you the good stuff, but a lot happens. So it's worth watching just because so much so much goes on but yeah um yeah well for all you listening let me know if you watch clickbait or if you already did i would love to hear your thoughts if you figured out what happened your opinions on the characters i would love to chat about it with everyone isn't it a little ironic that (laughs) this is like a streaming thing and (laughs) We're going to plug our social media that you can <laughs> find us on. But that's the good side. There's good answers. Yeah, we're the positive side of social media. We're the, the positive side. We're not catfishing yeah. anyone. <laughs> you know, pretty good, wholesome content, I would say. Right, yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's it. Um, we'll be back soon with some more Amazing Race coverage. Uh, it'll be over before we know it but it's yeah. it's a it's a, been a good season been entertaining it's nice to just have it on it's always nice to have it on yeah absolutely and the locations they've gone is are beautiful yes yes we have a lot to add to our bucket list for sure yes <laughs> always adding yes but until then please um subscribe if you don't want to miss anything we would love for you to keep coming back to us um our topics are ever-changing one (laughs) week we're talking about reality competitions today we talked about a mystery murder series right right. um you just never know what you're gonna get with us so (laughs) we keep it fresh we do like our drinks always that that magner is hit the spot tonight (laughs) yes subscribe review uh rate i think that's available on most platforms uh wherever you are and uh follow us on instagram we'll post uh episode info and drinks that we've made that are fun um and then every now and then a little pop culture throwback so it's fun Twitter, we're on there. You can see live or not so live tweets. You can go find the tweet that <laughs> Anna is now ashamed of. <laughs> yes. But you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, we're on there. And then you can email us. We would love to hear your recommendations for what we should talk about, what we should drink, all that good stuff. Uh, or air your complaints. We're open. Um, yeah. And. 
Discord, we're on there too. <laughs> I was like, there's one more thing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, we have different channels for different shows. So if you want to come talk about it, the platform is there and available. So with all that said, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, like Callan said, very excited for all the upcoming content that we have and definitely would love to connect with you guys. But until next time, I'm Anna. I'm Callan. Is love really blind?